like on the three. Should I beatbox again? No, I'm not. No, it was so good when I listened to the episode back this morning. I was like, oh my God, that was so good. Yeah, Nora and I, maybe Kelly too, I don't remember. But when Justin Timberlake went through that like beatbox phase, we would do it all the time. Yeah. She's probably really good. Oh my God, we got to get Nora on to beatbox. We could have a beatboxing competition. Yeah, just tell her to come on to beatbox because otherwise she's too scared. Charity told me I'm not coming on. I'm too afraid. I'm like, no, I don't know. I was like, it's okay. Nora. I know. She just said that she thinks she'd be too nervous and it wouldn't sound good. She doesn't like listening to herself. I'm like, none of this is computing for me, but I guess it's not about me. It's those are your feelings. (laughs) Respect your friend's boundaries. Respect her boundaries. But I'm like, oh my God. We can work on her though and have her on in another one. We'll wear her down. Yes. Faux show. So where are Scott and Natalie right now? Because we're recording for hours. How have they not been bothering you? Where are they? Are they somewhere? I know. My phone just went off. I'm like, oh, here he is telling me he's on his way back when I told him to stay away until 2.30. But no, it wasn't him. Yeah, he took took her to the mall. I'm annoyed with him because obviously we have a lot going on this morning. We're recording two episodes back to back because I'm going to Florida next week. It's a whole fucking thing. I'm super busy cleaning the house, making sure everything's set before we sit down. I literally was just about to sit down with you and I was just like, okay, Natalie, time to go. I love you. Bye. And I realized her hair is not even brushed. It's a tangled mess in the back of her head. And now I have to like brush her hair fast and she's screaming. And I'm like, really, Scott? Like you can't brush the kid's fucking hair? Like it's so annoying when dads do. I know I'm not the only one out there when they do stuff like this. Like, sure, I got you. No problem. We'll just do this. But then they don't do like the important daily stuff that like I'm always doing. I don't know. It's just annoying. Like, did grabbing a brush and brushing your daughter's hair not cross your mind when you saw a knot? Or, But they probably don't even see. They probably don't even notice that the hair should be brushed. They're like, oh, that's normal. No, that's fucking crazy. You're a girl, Dad. You need to know. You know I mean, Natalie has crazy hair to begin with. You need to know it's got to be brushed before you leave the house. It's just like the mental load that moms always carry. Like, I can't even check out for a second, and even though when he's taking the reins with her, because I still have to do one other thing. Oh, my Just God. I'm sorry. Him. And it almost put me over the edge when I thought that was him texting me and telling me he's on his way back. <laughs> Thank God it was not. Otherwise, he'd be dead meat. I know. So what's going on with you today? Oh, you know, nothing. I mean, I've only been talking to you for the last two and a half hours already this morning. So you know exactly what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> but no, I was telling you earlier how and you mentioned february like okay you're past the holidays now we're into like month 20 million of this winter snow cold i know i'm not the only one but just i'm being real here that like i'm kind of struggling with some freaking anxiety this week and i don't know why not even like depression blues maybe i don't really i don't know what's going on but We had a lot of snow this week, so I worked from home all this week, so not a lot of interaction with people. I didn't leave the house for three days, so I don't know what's going on. Also, it's probably not helping that I'm watching three different murder things right now and that are very suspenseful, so I don't know if that's bringing you down. Yeah, the anxiety out there, because any suspenseful thing, I get anxiety. 
And the sun is shining outside, but it's four degrees. So I can't mm-hmm. even go outside and get some, you know, vitamin D. Can't even enjoy it. I've also had, I feel like, a lot of sugar this week. Okay. And I know that doesn't help anxieties. It's just like everything's freaking tumbling down. But I just wanted to put that out there because I know a lot of other people deal with this at this time of year too, where you're just like over it. You're over winter. Why do I why do we live in the north? Mm-hmm. And all of that. So Deep breath. Deep breath. Anywho, I finally got back to the gym this morning after a few days off, so. That always helps. The gym, I feel like, perks you right up. Even if it's like, I know me, I never want to fucking go. My ride to the gym is always like, motherfuck this shit. But when I leave, I feel so much better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it helps that I'm talking to you for 25 hours this morning. So it helps. It really does. I was looking forward to this recording because I'm like, oh, that'll take my mind off things. It'll be something different. Switch up the routine Mm -hmm. that I've been having going on this week. So hi. Hi. I know. It's always so fun when we sit down to record. Today we're talking about social media. All the pros and cons to social media because there really are a ton of pros, as many cons as there are, as many people that say social media is awful, social media sucks, like stay off of your phone, don't post this, don't do that. But there's also a really lot of amazing things that come out of social media, right? Yeah, I think social media is like a mix of crazy fun and then crazy like not so fun. You know what I mean? But it's not one or the other. It's both. For me personally, because like we talked about on our episode a couple weeks ago, is that I enjoy social media. Like I enjoy putting things on there. I'm not posting every two seconds, but like I said, I post more than you might post, but I enjoy that. Like Mm -hmm. I get a lot of really great things out of social media. Yeah. Yeah, you do. The connection. I talked about how your like social butterfly-ness like really shines through. You can really check into that part of yourself with social media. And I think that's great for you, especially because you are in Minnesota. You're not home. I think you mentioned recently, sometimes it's just you and Carmen for like a month and you don't see anybody else. So it's really good for you. God, seriously, like literally, like, and I have friends in Minnesota, but we don't get together as often and, you know, everyone has their own lives and stuff, but it's like, I have a few friends here. It's not like I can just pop into my mom's house or anything mm-hmm. like if I'm bored and I haven't seen anybody for a month, but no, literally it could be months, just me and Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> And the people in my work, like that sounds so sad, but that's why I love social media because I just feel a little bit closer to all my people back home. It's great for connecting with people that you don't see anymore because you moved away like Cassie, or even if you're like have a best friend, but you live different lives, social media can be a great way to stay in touch, whether you're just like sending funny videos to each other, like little memes or like funny things from your past. Like it's a good way to stay connected that we have in this generation that previous generations didn't have. Like I know my dad used to say, I talked about in our Below low party episode when he would move away he didn't talk to anybody from home while he was away until he got back and he's like it's nice that you guys can have these connections still through social media yeah oh and I like that he said that because you know a lot of that older generation that didn't grow up with it they are like against it why do you need to post all over that or why do you need this or that but no it's because yeah if somebody decides to move away like your dad they didn't have 
the availability to talk to each other. I mean, I'm sure they had phones back then. They could have picked up the phone, but it's not the same as like, we are able to communicate on the daily, even if I haven't seen you in 15 years or well, you and I are both coming up on our 20 year high school reunion this year. Yeah. So if I haven't seen you in 20 years since the day we graduated, um, you know, I've connected with some people from high school, even though I haven't seen them just through social media. And it's been amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. And two of the girls just from connecting through social media showed up to our launch party that I graduated with. And right. that wouldn't have happened without social media. So there are some really beautiful things that come out of it. Yes. I think a couple other things that are really beneficial about social media is you might feel a little less alone with certain things. I know I feel less alone. Our favorite holistic psychologist, Mm. you know, she might post something on there about a very, very niche specific type of trauma. And you're like, oh my God, that's a thing. Somebody else actually has dealt with that. I literally thought I was the only one. Yeah. You know, do you feel that way too, Kathleen, about that kind of stuff or body image even? Yes, I definitely do. The trauma stuff, for sure. I think I read somewhere that said, if you watch the same shows over and over and over again and you have a difficult time starting new shows, which I, I've i done this for a really long time, like I will watch The Office until the day I die and never want to watch a new show, um, it, it may mean that you've dealt with some pretty significant trauma in your life and that you like the predictability. You don't like surprises. You just want to know what's coming and it just it's and also people not just with trauma but people that deal with anxiety they like that comfort and I remember reading that being like whoa like I feel so seen right now like I thought it was just kind of funny that I did that but I'm like holy shit like maybe that's why so many other people I've seen posting about that but this is exactly what I'm saying I never knew that that was a thing until you know social media but this is exactly why I probably shouldn't be watching three different murder shows because there's too much suspense mm-hmm. I need to stick with something right now if I know I'm feeling this type of anxiety I should go to my tried and true the office or yeah something where I don't have to be on the edge of my seat waiting to know what happens I already know what happens so like I get why people do that like I get why people watch the same show over and over again. Oh my God. Yeah. And one great thing that came out of it too was I was able to recognize a pattern that I had. And I mean, it's not the biggest deal in my life that I only watch the same show over and over again, but I started to recognize why I do that and maybe focus on that. So it's not exact, maybe it wasn't exactly what I saw on social media, but it allowed me to like look inward and be like, well, why do I do this and maybe grow in certain ways? And now actually, because I first saw that probably two years ago, now I do get into a lot more shows and it has, you know, opened me up to like other things on TV and I can talk about more stuff with people that when any time in the past when people are like, oh my God, did you see this new show? Never. I, I could contribute to the conversation. But like you said, you were watching that show you earlier. I would have never watched that before, but I actually did watch that recently, season three, because it just dropped. Did you watch season one and two, though? Mm-hmm. I did. Yep. Yep. I've seen all of them. Your next show, you need to watch Ginny and Georgia. Like, yes. you just have to, please. And those are some deeper 
you know, examples. There could be even something simple as like, oh my God, I'm a chronic nose picker and I'm 35 <laughs> and I'm really ashamed of it. But you see somebody on TikTok that does the same things and maybe they eat their boogers and oh. you're like, wow, I feel less alone. I'm going to puke. <laughs> Speaking about eating boogers, this is really, really hurt my stomach right now. But you know, have hey, you ever ate a booger? No. Ew. Yeah, I haven't ate a booger either. Yeah, I know you're lying. <laughs> no, I'm not. I swear to God, I've never ate a booger. <laughs> Why was that your example, though? <laughs> because, that's where my... because that's literally where my mind goes. I try and think of the grossest thing The grossest, possible. craziest thing. Well, yeah, and I feel like I talk about, like, pooping, like, too much, and I know you get very uncomfortable with that. Oh, my God. You always say that. No, I don't. I just don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So I figured I'd switch it up to nose picking instead today. Okay. But right. this is the thing. Like, we can send each other funny videos about somebody <laughs> picking and not to make fun of them. It would be like a legitimate funny skit or video or whatever. And look, and now, and then we can laugh about it together. Yeah, I love it. And I love the funny things that all of, you know, you and some of my other friends send me on TikTok. Like it does bring me joy. It does. It breaks up your day a little bit, especially, you know, a work day where you're like, Ugh, like in the minutia of it all. And then you open up your phone to like some crazy ass video and it just makes you laugh. Like, I love it. That is one great thing about social media. I'm thinking our DMs like in Instagram are probably psychotic. Like we've got like one fashion thing, one funny thing, one thing about childhood trauma. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. All over the board. It's literally all over the board. <laughs> yeah. And okay. So I want to say another positive thing about social media too, though. All jokes aside, no pun intended. Was that a pun? I don't know. That was stupid. So <laughs> what I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> what happens when we've been talking for a really long time? We got the sillies. Yeah, got the little silly billies. But <laughs> if you're into health, like let's say you don't even plan on posting on social media. Um, I know a couple of people like this. They have an account, but they don't post anything. They don't even want to f- have anybody follow them. They don't want to mm-hmm. follow anybody except for what they're into. Like if you're into health and you only want to research health tips or maybe a new move that you can take into the gym or a new skincare routine or product because you're an esthetician. You know, just because you have social media doesn't mean that you need to be posting all the time or anything. You could literally just be on there and following like a a bunch of different doctors to get like health Mm -hmm. tips. Or if you're into cooking and you're looking for new recipes, you can very easily search like gazillions gobs of new recipes. And I I love doing that too. Like I see somebody make something on Instagram or a reel and I'll, I'll make it. Like mm-hmm. I love that part about it. Me too. I love the recipes, but I totally get what you're saying. Scott's actually like that. He's got Facebook, Instagram, never posts a damn thing. And he follows his sports, his funny videos, the type of humor that he likes. Um, Have you ever heard of Ed Bassmaster? No. Sounds like he jerks off a lot. No. (laughs) No, actually, I'm going to send you one. He is so funny. He does a lot of prank videos. 
Oh, I love a prank. I love a prank. You all right? Send me one of those. I can get down with that. But Bassmaster for some reason just makes me think that he's just like I don't know, big jerk. I wonder if that's even his real name. But he's so funny. So he goes out real quick. He goes out like into the wild, and he's got someone secretly videotaping it. And he wears this like old ass like dad '90s sweater with the fanny pack and like the crazy whitewash jeans. And he'll just like like he'll go up to somebody at, at the gym, like this big gym guy, like lifting. It's like, oh, oh. and he just looks at him. He just goes and like goes like that, like waves his hand at him, like whatever. And And he keeps doing it to people. And the people, like, obviously, at first, they're like, what's this guy doing? And then they get madder and madder. But it's so funny. Oh my God, that is funny. Yeah, you'll have to send me that. I'll have to send you that. But yeah, Scott's definitely one of those. Never posts a thing, not into social media, but he likes what he likes and that's what he follows. Yeah, yeah. And, I also really love quotes, yeah. obviously, because we do a yes. quote of the day um, or quote of the episode, as you all know. But I really got into that because it started making me feel more connected to what I was going through and when I was in a dark place a while back. And just seeing a simple quote can make you feel a little less alone. So I I love the positives that can come out of social media. Yeah, there's a lot. There's quite a bit. Well, I think we got to talk about the negatives, though, right? Yeah, because there are definitely some cons. I don't know. Would you say it's 50-50, the positives and the and the negatives of social media? I wonder what the stats are on that. I wonder that. what the stats are, but also I think it's whatever you want it to be. I think being aware of the cons are really important. And I think if you have that self-awareness, then you can frame it to be more of a positive thing in your life. But I think what's scary about it is obviously it's been statistically, scientifically proven that social media can be addictive because it's like a dopamine rush. Yeah, for sure. I think you need to be aware of that. I mean, we all do. And not just like, okay, I'm aware of it. I'm good. You have to constantly be checking yourself. Yeah. And I think it's easier for us in our age to, you know, if something shows up on our feed that could be a little negative or whatever, like we're, we'll probably be okay. Some of us, not, not everybody, but like you and I, I feel like could probably handle that. But what's scary about social media is the younger generation. And that's when you really start seeing kids either being bullied through social media or young women in their 20s or probably any age. But I feel like you see it a lot in like high school, early 20s, where now you're starting to compare yourself because you're seeing the picture perfect social media post. And that's where it gets a little bit scarier and dark and makes me concerned for the younger generation growing up with this. Mm -hmm. We didn't grow up with this. So like we didn't have to deal with any of these types of things until later in life where we were already a little bit more secure with ourselves, a little bit, tiny bit. I think from a female perspective, it is scary when you're younger. It's like social media is shaping who they are. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people say social media is an illusion, Mm, right? Yeah. And that's why, like, there's this one girl that posts on Instagram and I tried freaking finding, like, her specific page. I probably saved the post somewhere and I'll try and find it. But she does a side-by-side. She posts a picture of herself and where she's sucking in and she's posing just so her booty pops out perfectly, no cellulite. 
she did some editing and then she does a side-by-side with her actual picture of her like just not sucking in, posing normal, standing up normal. And I love when girls do that because people need to see that. People need to see like, look, this isn't a perfect picture. It might not be a perfect picture. I know Diary of a Fit Mommy does that. I don't know if you follow her. Is that her who you're talking about? Well, it was a different girl, but I I forgot about Diary of a Fit Mommy because her posts haven't showed up on my feed lately. So I forgot about her does do that. She yeah. does. And she's been around for a while. And I really appreciate that because, listen, if you want to edit your pictures, Facetune, everybody, a lot of people use it. It's fine. But I think it's also good to be realistic and have that self-awareness that these people might look so perfect because they're editing their pictures. And you have to take that into consideration when your feed is just constant, perfect, 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 perfect. Well, I don't look like this. Well, I don't have this life. Well, this sucks about me. Like, you got to take a step back sometimes and be like, whoa, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes in the editing app and in their life in general. Right. That's what I was just going to say, too. It's not even the looks necessarily. It could be that somebody is smiling in a picture, but they're in pain, actually. They're actually really struggling, but they're yeah. posting a picture. And you and you see and read those heartbreaking stories just about that, where somebody, unfortunately and tragically took their own life and you're like but why I don't get it because their social media they were smiling and um their life seems so perfect from the Ellen show like dancing every video with his family and that was heartbreaking and that makes it really tough for people to understand how somebody could take their own life because all over social media they're masking that they're they're portraying that they are happy just because they're smiling in a photo on Instagram you know and that's getting really, really deep and everything, but it's, well, it's true. It's not just the looks. It's, it's smiling in a picture. It's that same girl. She did another post of a couple smiling and this probably isn't real life. She was probably using it as an example, but the picture that was posted on Instagram, this couple was kissing and on a beach in a tropical place. And then next to it, she had that same picture, but then she did, you know, like, uh, bubbles around them saying like we just fought an hour ago our kid has been screaming the whole vacation are we doing this right I want to give up on this relationship you know because those are that is another illusion like whether that was actually happening or not but I can see it being realistic this famous TikTok couple same thing posting nonstop, like lovey-dovey and then one day they got on TikTok and said they were getting a divorce I think I know who you're talking about um well I mean yeah and the message here isn't to like stop posting your perfect pictures because I think to some degree we all do that not just on social media but our real lives we all put our best face forward in public right and that translates to social media but it's a different thing where I'm consuming like a million people's lives not just like a couple of friends couple of family members so many people's lives people I don't even know and all I see is perfect it can be a bit of a mind fuck. So I think if you're a going into the social media apps with that mindset, I think that can be super helpful. And then B, you can control what you see. You can follow more of these accounts that are willing to be a little bit more real. Not everybody's willing to do that, but the ones that right. are, 
fill your feed with those people. You know, you get a couple of great looking pics. Their house looks perfect. Their kids look perfect. Their relationship looks perfect. And then you see that juxtaposition of, you know, the little bubbles over your head. My kids having a meltdown. I just got in a fight with my husband. You know what I mean? Behind the camera is an actual giant mess. You know, you have control over what you see in your feed. That's another important thing to note. I'm glad that you said that it's not like you should stop posting your picture perfect because damn well no if I look good Hi, even though I yeah. was like just upset or having yeah. a bad day if I look good I'm posting that picture yeah. like for <laughs> remember when I was in Disney World and I was bitching about Scott to you because he missed like the entrance for Magic Kingdom oh, and yeah. we ended up like in some random abandoned parking lot and I was so mad at him yeah. <laughs> and then an yeah. hour later I picture I put a picture of us smiling on the teacup ride <laughs> So there you go, guys. (laughs) Exactly. And so our generation and the older generation, they can recognize most of this stuff, right? Like take the judgment out. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, they're picture perfect. We know something's going on. Everybody has something going on. But it's that younger generation that I think... I hope is listening and that we can speak to them. Like even my little sister, you know, she's 22 years old. There's been times where she has been like, oh, but my God, she just looks so perfect. Or how does this girl have so much money and is able to buy this? And now I feel like I have to buy this because I'm keeping up with the, I want to keep up with the Joneses. But, you know, you see some of these girls sitting on a private jet. Okay. This is another example. And I never knew this until a few months ago, but there are some of these girls sitting on a private jet taking cute pictures. Little did I know, because I I even said that I was like, how does this girl, she has a couple sponsorships. How is she sitting on a private jet right now? She's only sitting on the private jet, people. She's not actually flying in it because guess what? You can freaking rent a private jet for probably like $500 for a half an hour. And some of these girls will band together, you know, and put together their $100 to go sit real quick and snap a few photos. Whoa. Like it's an illusion, right? Isn't that crazy? That is beyond crazy. Now that to me isn't just like, okay, maybe my relationship is not going so well right now, but we're still all smiles in public. I mean, I feel like that's pretty normal. Not everybody needs to know every detail of your freaking life, but that is just straight up fake ass shit. That's way fucking different. That's fucked up. I honestly, I do not endorse that behavior at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do not endorse that behavior at all. But girls will do that. And that's the mind fuck of it all. And for these younger girls that are like trying to be influencers or or think that they have to be influencers to be cool, or they need to go and be in Miami one week and then LA the next and New York City this and then guess what? Not all the time, but girl, you're gonna end up broke. You're gonna end up broke as shit. Like, what do you want out of life? Are you trying to keep up with the next person? Or do you actually want to own a home Mm. by the time you're 30 or 35 or 40 or whatever it is? Or if you genuinely want to be traveling and doing all that, then fine. But if you don't have the money for it, you just should probably recognize that and not spend it. (laughs) Whoa. 
$500 just to sit on a private plane that um where are their parents that's what I want to know <laughs> I know Jeez. and again I guess it's like okay if that's your thing and you want to do that then I I guess we shouldn't be knocking it yeah. maybe but I'm just the point that I was trying to make with that is that like you need to stop comparing I feel like the biggest issue with social media is the, the comparison and the judgment I feel like are the biggest things besides the bullying. Obviously, that is complete chaos too. But I feel like for women, would you agree that it's the comparison and judging yourself because of what other women post? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad we're having this conversation today because it's a these are great reminders that there are people out there that are not only putting their best face forward on social media so you don't see any of the negative you only see the positive but apparently bitches are out there lying i i think that's crazy i don't i don't think people should be doing stuff like that you're li- you're lying about your life posting a picture of you on a private jet when you can't afford to fly one you're a liar i think that is abs- i can't get over it it's absolutely insane but i feel like you know when you're very young that's the definition of being young. You're doing crazy things. You're testing out new things. You're, you, you still need guidance even into your early twenties. I'm a, a big believer in that. I don't feel like you're fully mature, and you're. I don't even think your brain is fully developed until you're 25. Like, I don't know. And those girls, when they're 40 years old, they might look back and be like, oh my God, do you remember yeah. when we were so stupid and we saved up all this yeah. money just so we could go take a picture on a private jet? I mean, that yeah, could happen. Probably will. That, that would be an amazing story. Uh, yeah, let's be real. We've all got those stories from those that age bracket where like, holy shit. Mine is always like, oh my God, remember when I was just walking the streets downtown drunk off my ass like no regard for my safety <laughs> you know yeah carrying cash yada yada whatever so yes i um i'm sure they you know looking back you all you all do dumb we all do dumb stuff or whatever but for this conversation today don't worry about like judging yourself or comparing yourself to what other people are doing you have no fucking clue what's going on behind that goddamn camera this has happened to me a couple of times before where I'm looking at something. I'm like, how is she driving a Benz right now? And I'm like, okay, I have to stop and actually think like that might not actually be her car. She's just standing next yeah. to it. It could be her boyfriend's car. It could be her dad's car. It could be a random car that she was walking by yeah. and she liked how it looked with her outfit. Like, so I even to this day have to sometimes give myself reminders. I mean, and I don't get down and out about it all but sometimes just like what the hell I work my ass off and I'm not driving the Benz like what what is happening and then I have to like snap out of it and be like okay that might not actually be her car like chill out you really do have to constantly check yourself I want to go back to what you were saying about the bullying, though, for a second. Like, when you're younger, you probably post passive-aggressive shit if you're fighting with a friend or a boyfriend. I mean, I guess I know, like, back in the AOL days, like, I would post, like, a J-Lo quote, like, could have had me, but now you can't, like, type shit. <laughs> you did? <laughs> that one J-Lo song, um, Ain't It. <laughs> and while oh, since yeah. you came around, <laughs> no, I see you sniffing around or whatever it is. I don't know, but anyway, um, no, but I think it. I think, oh my god, I'm sure all those young girls are going 
wild with those types of posts. But I'll be honest, I think people our age that do that shit, anybody that's in your 30s posting passive aggressive reels, posts, quotes, cryptic shit, but not even tagging that person, just that passive aggressive bullshit, fuck off because you are immature. You need to check yourself. And I'm making a bold statement here. I realize we all make mistakes. We all maybe post something maybe we regret. But when you're constantly doing that, I think that is so ridiculous. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with you because that can that can mess with you too. And usually somebody that posts a cryptic message or passive aggressive message, like they know what they're doing. They know that they're trying to get a rise out of you. But how do you feel though? I feel like it could be a little different though. Like if I was actually hurt by my friend or by somebody and I'm going through it and it resonates with me, genuinely resonates with me and I want to post it. Do you think that's still something that you keep to yourself? Because it could be taken passive aggressive. That's a good point because I guess I've done that too. I I mean, I guess it's all about what's the intention behind what you're doing. If you're a person that's really yeah. hurt and you're really going through it and you want to put something out there and you know that person's going to see it for one and maybe they'll take it passive aggressively, but it's just something that you want to do and you know it's not coming from a place of hurt, I think that's one thing. But if you're a person that your intention is to hurt, even if you're not willing to admit it out loud, I feel like we all know these people. We know the difference between them. You know what I mean? And you're that person that is trying to elicit a reaction out of the person you're beefing with and or you're trying to maybe spread gossip about them maybe other people in your circle know you're beefing with them and it's making them question that you know what's your what's your intention are you just mm-hmm. are, are you just grieving are you just hurting and you're just sharing a quote that you liked or are you trying to be an asshole yeah and i think that that would be clear what are you putting out there is it like is the quote just for you, like you said, the intention, or is there like a little snarkiness in there that you know, like you're okay, now you're just being a bitch. That would be the bullying. That's where the bullying comes in. You know, that I'm glad you brought that up the difference between the two because bullying is an action, it, it's something that has the intent to hurt versus someone that's you know, I'm crying over this loss with a boyfriend or loss with a friend and a quote just resonated me with me. So I'm putting it out there today. Like th- there's, it's two very, very, very different things. Yeah. And I can imagine that having a, a child growing up with social media, the way that she will have it her whole entire life, it has to be in the back of your mind. If she chooses to get on social media when she's old enough. Like, is that going to be a worry for you about the bullying that comes along? And like, it's so easy for a kid these days to just sit behind their computer and just spout off nasty, hurtful things because they don't have to face somebody in person to say these. Oh my God, Cassie, it is like terrifying to think about all of this stuff. And I got a little taste of it. You know, you guys heard me share that a few episodes back and that's not really even social media. It's just like a little kid messenger app, you know, and it's like, whoa, the shit starts young. And it's very, very scary to think about. For me as a mom, and this is just my take on it, 
when they're little is when you really got to be working with them on their confidence, their morals, how they conduct themselves, how to handle when somebody is attacking you because that happens in life. It's going to happen. Somebody is going to try to hurt your kid, whether they're tough as nails or not. And you have to give them the skill set to be able to cope with that type of adversity. And that arm of social media is going to be a big part of that with um, Natalie's generation of kids. Absolutely. And I really need to be preparing her now, building those foundational skills and that foundational self-confidence, self-awareness now. Hopefully when the time does come, I don't know when, but when she does get a social media account, she will be prepared and she'll be comfortable enough to come to me with any problems and I can walk her through it. Yeah. And that's why it's like, I say how I love it. I love social media, but that's only because I can handle it now in my adult life. Like, I can't imagine growing up with it. Like, we joked before, like, oh, we wish we had it, you know, when we were partying and stuff like that. But actually growing up with it, being in elementary, middle middle school, and who knows if, you know, my parents even would have allowed me to have an account back then. But still, usually a kid finds a way. Like our parents maybe didn't know about AOL when we were messaging, you know, late at night or something. But if we had Instagram and the way kids treat each other this day and age by behind a computer screen is terrifying. I would not have been able to handle that if like people were just like attacking via social media and then you have to see them in school the next day or you might not even know who the hell they are and that's where and I'm not a parent so obviously I don't want to sound like I'm giving advice on that but I feel like that is when the parents need to step up and really monitor those accounts well yes absolutely you 1000% need to be monitoring everything your kids are doing and yeah our parents it was also fresh to them. So maybe they didn't know, but I feel like our generation as parents, we know enough to know that kids will find a way to get around whatever parental controls you set. They'll figure it out. And again, I haven't dealt with this yet. So maybe parents that have older kids can, you know, write us in or something. But from my perspective, you need to be 10 steps ahead of those fuckers because they're going to trick you. They're yes. going to figure out a way. This is just what kids do. You have to know what's going on. You have to protect them. You know, you don't want them having a public account, I'm assuming, because then it leaves them open to predators. It's not just their peers. Right. It's like psychos. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then that's yeah. a whole another conversation. But a whole other topic. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, but it's true. Yeah. You do have to think about that. And I mean, even with people getting catfished, yeah. you know, with social media, if you have a public account and you fall in love with this person yeah. through an Instagram account. And yeah, and that's when I say like when you maybe don't have a great home and you don't have a lot of self-confidence and you're craving attention, which kids, teen, preteens and teenagers do when they don't get it from home, they crave it. It's like they're dying of thirst and a predator can swoop in and give them that attention that they need and want. And that's what leaves them vulnerable. So when I say like, I'm trying to prepare Natalie now, I'm hoping what I do today, building her self-confidence, will protect her in the future when she gets approached by the wrong type of person. I don't need you. Bye. You know what I mean? So it's that type of stuff too. And, And still with her friends, if she's got a friend who 
is posting passive aggressive things or just straight up bullying her online, writing messages to her behind a screen. I hope I instill enough confidence in Natalie to know to walk away from that friend and say, you know what? You're not a good person in my life because you engage in this behavior and that's not the type of friend I want in my life. Yeah. Good job. You do so good. Listen, I talk a big game on here, but it's really hard behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Behind the scenes, it's like, why are I telling you? Yeah, behind the scenes, I'm like, why is it your hair brushed? (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I don't know exactly, but I, I can picture it and- I love that you. We call ourselves out on certain things like yeah. this. Like, look, look. I'm say, I'm saying this now. It's a hell of a lot easier said Her than done. But sure. but I was curious on your take on yeah. that. So thank you for sharing because I think that's a real life thing. And for anybody that even plans on having children, mm-hmm. um, and that actually prevents a lot of women. I feel like this day and age from wanting to have children, the, not just social media, the world in general, but a lot of it is because of like everything is in your face mm-hmm. on social media. And that's where you do have to maybe take a break from it if if that's what you need or start unfollowing news accounts if you can't, if that's too much for you or if certain people are too much for you. Um, that's when you really need to recognize it and start unfollowing, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Scrub, scrub your Instagram account to where it's only going to be positive things for you. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom in that. It's it's like a, a weight lifting. I know I went through um, a similar phase where I started unfollowing people who looked perfect, like body-wise, and started following more women who were willing to post their imperfect, quote-unquote, imperfect bodies, whether mm-hmm. it was like a postpartum body or just a body that's not a size two. I'm like, I want to see that instead of these perfect. Like Bird's Papaya? Is that her name? The Bird's Papaya. I love her. Yes. The Gold Digger podcast. She actually, I don't know if she still does because I haven't seen her feed in a while, but she used to post a lot of like pictures that are imperfect and she'd call it out and be like, I don't care. This is what I'm wearing this bathing suit. You know, we're very body positive on this podcast. But Kathleen, I know that you, speaking of taking a break from social media, I know you had to take a social media break for a little bit because you were feeling some pressure of needing to have this perfect family and perfect home. And you were starting to get really down on yourself. I remember this. like, And then you sent me a video, God, two or three years ago. And you were like, oh my God, I feel so much better about myself right now because this mom, what we were talking about with the bodies and relationships, the comparison. And she did, I think, do a post of like her just talking into Instagram one way, but then literally right behind her and she scanned and you saw all the toys out. It's nice to see that stuff, honestly. So what Cassie's talking about is basically me being a new mom in the social media era. Everything in my feed, whether it be you know, a celebrity or an influencer or just my friends was literally picture perfect families. Every freaking holiday, these kids had perfect outfits and I'm not knocking it. This, I'm just telling you my experience. Every holiday, the kids had perfect outfits. The families are posing perfect together and they're perfect, cute looking homes. And my experience with 
my little family is not so perfect. It's just a reality of my life. My daughter for years would scream if I tried taking her picture. My husband's pouting in the corner about it. He doesn't want to take pictures either, which he needs to take some photos. But at the time, it was like I was just forcing them constantly and like making everybody miserable because I wanted these pictures. I want these perfect pictures on social media. Like I'll admit it. I wanted the same thing. And also there's some degree of like, because I'm a new mom, I'm learning it all. And I'm not really like knowing that much of like, well, other people's lives aren't this perfect. You know what I mean? It's just all in my Mm -hmm. face of perfection. So it came to a head one Christmas. Natalie had just turned two. And I wanted Scott to get a video of me walking with Natalie over to the tree and get Natalie's reaction of like the big gift that I got her. So right off the bat, it was a Christmas where Natalie was sick. She was not feeling that good. So her excitement was at a a low. It wasn't there. And, you know, Scott's, he was willing to take the video, but like he started it down the stairs and didn't turn the light on. So it's just complete darkness until he gets over to where the tree is, which is like after the reaction would have happened, which didn't happen because Natalie wasn't feeling good. And I was so pissed off at him. And so I'm like, okay, well, this didn't work. Well, I want to get a nice Christmas photo and like our matching Christmas jammies. Of course, at the time I could convince Natalie to wear what I wanted to that did not happen happen shortly after that and um (laughs) so we had our matching jammies on but scott would not wear he still will not wear matching pajamas and fuck him for that but anyways he so i'm like whatever i want to get a cute family picture and i keep trying to snap it natalie's trying to get away from me scott's like has a nothing smile because he's pissed off that he has to do it to begin with and i literally just like i kind of ruined christmas (laughs) forcing everybody You know, you did not ruin Christmas. I didn't ruin Christmas. I'm being dramatic. But instead of it just being a nice moment with the three of us, all our hard work, the Christmas gifts, setting it up, the decorations, all of it and enjoying it together. I was just like yelling at everybody all morning. And, um, you know, I know why I was doing it. And after that day, I was like, you know what? They're not interested And I'm really tired of trying to force them. And I'm just making myself miserable. So I took a break for a year from Facebook and Instagram. Like a full year. I I stepped away from it. Yeah. I think it was a full year. Maybe under a year. Still a long time. I felt like I needed it though. I'm like I need to step away and focus on reality. Not everybody else's family. My family. Who my family is. You know, what they're comfortable with. What they're not comfortable with. Being in the moment of whatever we're doing, because obviously with families, every freaking little event you go to, you know, Halloween at the zoo, stuff like that, you want to get the perfect pictures and post it. Look what we're doing, which is fun. It's great. It's great to do. But if your kid does not want to take pictures, that's that's it. You cannot learn to let it go. Yeah. And also like when you're posting, you feel like they need to be perfect. So it's not just pictures for the family that we can look back on later. They have to be these perfectly curated pictures with perfect outfits, with the perfect background. Like it, it was so much pressure. I'm like, I'm done. This isn't working. So I took that break. And then when I went back to it, I felt comfortable enough to go back to it. I'm like, I'm just going to post what is my life, what feels right, what is a depiction of what I deal with, and whatever. I don't care. And if it's a good pick, it's a good pick. If not, it's not. As long as I look good. I look good. No, that's true. No. (laughs) (laughs) But so anyways, I think the first video or picture, yeah, it was the video I did was Natalie getting into my makeup. And I feel like I've talked about this so many times on the podcast. 
But do you remember that video where she's like, I'm like, how could I forget? I'm a kitty cat. She got into the black eyeshadow <laughs> eyeliner yeah. all over her face. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is this real is life. life yeah. She, I turn my head for a second and she's zipping over to the thing she's not supposed to be. And, um, you know, she didn't mind that I was taking the video. It worked. And I didn't take it with the intention of putting it on social media, but I just wanted it for me because I thought it was so funny. And then I ended up posting it and everybody loved it. People crave authenticity. Like, I think people are kind of getting to the era where they're over the picture Mm -hmm. perfect. They're over the you know, just have to be flawless or have to have everything in their perfect, you know, in their house perfect. Um, I think people are are over. I, I mean, I know I want to see authenticity. I want to see the not so picture perfect. I want to see, you know, pictures that have not been edited. I, again, no judgment at all to the girls that do do that or the families that do do that. Or if you do need to use a filter, I mean, I still use filters sometimes too, but every once in a while I'm like, you know what? I don't want to use a filter because I want to embrace these zits on my face right now. Like, (laughs) hell yeah, girl, embrace them. It's part of life. Do you think it's good, um, like in your feed and also like what you're posting, maybe to have a, a mix of both? Yes. And I think it's also important to acknowledge some of the creators, the aesthetic creators, like wake up with yes. me or get ready with me and the, their homes look so perfect and all their products look so perfect. That is um, a lot of work behind the scenes. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. I appreciate that 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 is hard work and that's a living for a lot of them yeah. too. So yeah, it's like you said, the whole aesthetic and vibe, like they have to have that. I love watching it and I love looking at it, but then it's important to separate like this is a job for them. This is a lot of work for them to do this. It's not their whole reality of their whole life. Like I don't need to feel like why right. doesn't my house always look perfect? Why isn't my bathroom have all my products like lined up perfectly and everything's clean? There's nothing, you know, no toothpaste yeah. dripping down like stuff like that. So it's good to have both in your feed. It's sometimes good to post both for yourself. No, I totally agree. And I was just going to say, I haven't posted yet, but I did a get ready with me video. And I'm like, okay, here's a perfect example. I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but here's a perfect example. I'm doing a get ready one with me and I'm doing it more to be silly and to be funny, you know? But I was nervous. I was. I looked back. I it's sitting in my drafts. But I'm like, oh my god, my pink 1940s bathroom. I didn't even realize that like a court, the shower curtain was quarter of the way open. Also, our ceiling has like paint coming off of it because again, it's a 1940s original freaking bathroom. I repainted it, but I probably didn't use the right paint, and that's why it's coming off. Who knows? But I'm then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, who cares? I, I'm not a picture-perfect mm-hmm. person. I don't have a picture-perfect house. And my bathroom is re- literally from 1940. So I'm just going to roll with it. But I was even judging myself for a oh, minute. Yeah. Like, even though my intent of the video was to be more silly and funny, it wasn't supposed to be like, I'm not trying to be one Aesthetic of those girls. Yeah. creators, you know? 
And so I had a moment there of judging myself. I'm like, oh my God, what's somebody going to say when they see the bathroom ceiling like that or whatever? It's like, whatever, who cares? And like, it takes a while to get there. Yeah. It takes a while to get to the point where you're comfortable and okay. And you might not ever be comfortable or okay with posting certain things and that's totally fine. It takes a lot of work and security with yourself to be like, if somebody judges it, who cares? I know. I felt that way with that dance-off video we did because I know I needed to send you my portion of it. And this is the behind the scenes work of it all. I needed to send my portion and that was like I couldn't wait any longer, but I had just taken down all my Christmas decorations. So of course my house looks completely barren. It looks terrible. So the background for starters, I'm like I don't like any You're of this. Off. Yeah, I don't like it. And yeah. I obviously don't have the time to start decorating right now. So there's that. I don't like the way I look. I haven't washed my hair, so now I'm braiding it, but it's greasy. I look gross. Like I've been cooking sauce all day and I'm sweating, so like I'm trying to put like a bill shirt on that's clean and nothing looks right. Like I actually still, that video bothers me. I don't like how I look or how my house looks. But at the end of the day, like I forgot who it was we were laughing about it with. I'm like, they didn't even notice. What they noticed was like the energy and the vibe that we had, you know? Yes, exactly. And, and I, I'm so happy that you said you still don't really no. like the video. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, still annoying you, but you were okay Mm -hmm. with it because you know that that's just something that you're personally working on and nobody else is paying attention to the fact that like you didn't have your everyday decorations up because you just took down your Christmas decorations. I didn't notice it. And I I would tell you up front, I'd be like, where where the hell's your clock? Your clock's normally right there. And I didn't even notice it, you know? So it's like, it's, it's mainly you. Just like when people come over to your house experts tell you, don't call it out. Don't be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. My house is so messy. Oh my gosh, this pile of mail I haven't gotten to today yet. I'm so sorry. Because they say that freaking two out of three people are not even going to know. They're going to be like, oh, I didn't even notice that your pile of mail was there or you know that the broom is still sitting out or yeah. something. So it's, it's all in your own head, I feel like, with a lot of things too, where if you decide to just post something on social media that maybe you normally wouldn't feel comfortable doing it, guaranteed nobody's going to tell the difference. Just as long as you're having fun, you know, maybe sharing some funny stuff with friends that follow you and stuff. Like that's what it's all about. That going back to the fun side of social media, it is fun, but you got to check your mindset time and time again with it because those negative things, they creep so fast. They do. And Just do what makes you happy is ultimately what it comes down to. A lot of people rag on me, like, why do you have to post that? And again, I don't even post nearly as much as other people post, but for some reason, you know, some people are like, you don't have to post everything or, or you don't, every trip you go on, you don't have to post. And I'm like, but I want to, I I want to document this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. All you people are going to be so happy with all the pictures that I have. But if I want to post, it's a free country, people. If you haven't heard, I'm allowed to post. And if I want to post my vacation, I will. And I think that anybody should. Who is saying this to you? <laughs> um, some family and friends, but one of them most recent has been the brother-in-law on the 
Panaro's side. Oh. Uh-huh. And, but he doesn't count because he's a, he's a guy. But, um, you know, my mom has said it. My grandparents. People that don't, don't get, it. get into yeah. social media a lot, you know. But I think you need to post whatever makes you happy. You know, you see people then put posts out like, oh, my God, if I see one more food-making video – you know, not about me, just like in general, or, oh my God, if I see one more person post about walking in the sand with the water, I'm going to lose it. Like just let people do whatever they want. If they're not hurting you, if they're not doing anything to offend you, that literally does nothing to you. Let people do what they want, please. I've had enough of that. (laughs) Now I'm getting pissed because I've had enough of that because it's, if that makes that person happy yeah. and you don't like it, don't follow them then. Well, I was just going to say, it is what you make it. You can unfollow people. You can follow people that don't do stuff like that. You yourself cannot post that if you are getting sick of it. Like, that's perfectly fine. But, like, then just change it. Like, you're in control of your social media account. It does not have to look like anybody else's. It's yours. Right. Yeah. So that's all I have to say Ooh, about I that. I love when you go on rants. we need to rant more on this podcast i think because i got a little ranty too at one point i don't typically do that (laughs) yeah well then you get to see like our true emotion and like just like going off the rails and get fired up and that's where we say really good stuff I mean, we always say good stuff. Well, but, obviously, you know. but okay, guys, you you can look out for a ranty episode coming up where we just go unhinged off the rails. It'll be good. It'll be good. We got to figure out what topic we'll talk about, but <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, guys, it is time for Cassie's quote of the day. Much anticipated. Let's hear it, girl. Yeah, for sure. This one is a little bit longer, so stick with me here because it is very important. Comparison only leads to one of two things. Pride in believing that you are better than others or low self-esteem falsely believing that others are better than you. Neither belief is beneficial or accurate. Remember, no one in the whole wide world can do a better job at being you than you love that mike motherfucking drop girl isn't that so good i'm like it just touches on both sides of it and i i want you to hit rewind and re-listen to that again and and really soak it in yes hit rewind like it's 1999 and we're watching oh yeah i said rewind (laughs) tape i said tip vhs tape um yeah just rewind (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's really significant. It's, it makes sense for what we're talking about today because you don't want to compare yourself constantly. I mean, it's, it's usually one or the other. Maybe you could see something someone's doing and be inspired by it, you know, and look at your own life, but it's all about you. It's all about you, 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 you. I think I just mixed up songs with that one. Okay. Anyways. It's all good. It's the end of the episode, and we have a great Belo shout out per huge. Um, and Kathleen, you were just there a few weeks ago, and I was so jealous. It looks like so much fun. 
Yes, I was. I went there for brunch with some girlfriends I hadn't seen in a minute that I was super excited to catch up with. And what a fun atmosphere. So it's called the Buffalo Kitchen Club. They have the funnest brunch. They have music set up, but it's not like too loud. You know, sometimes some brunches with music is like crazy loud. It wasn't loud at all. It was like a live band type music. Such a vibe. Totally loved it. The food, Cassie, was fucking phenomenal. I got shrimp and grits. It looked to die Oh, for. my God. It was so friggin' good. Two other girls there got um, the chicken and waffles. You know, you can do the fried chicken with the waffles. I they let, they let me have a bite. It was delicious. It is such an experience, especially for brunch there. So I highly recommend you guys go check it out. And guess what? You can take some cute social media pics while you're there. I was just going to say that you definitely post your food. Here's another benefit of social media. Look at all these businesses that people repost or they take a picture of their food or take a or take a video of the awesome band that's playing. I would never know that it's such a vibe there and they have music and different things going on throughout the whole week. And I know this because I'm now follow them on Instagram and you're able to see what's going on. And so there's another benefit of social media, but oh my God, I was so freaking jealous. It looks like such an amazing time there and such a vibe. And you know, I love me a vibey vibe. Yeah. So you can follow them on uh, Instagram. It's at Buffalo Kitchen Club. Perfect. Give them a follow. And while you're doing that, then what you're going to do is rate this episode five stars, subscribe, Give us a likey like or whatever you got to do. Tell all your friends. We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in every single Sunday. Don't forget to check out our website too because we have our merch. We've been talking about it for a couple of episodes. The pink hats with the main character energy sweatshirts. OMG. Guys, these things are so freaking cute. You definitely have to get yourself some. Yes, absolutely. And that main character Mm, energy episode, mm, call mm. back to episode 22, I think Mm -hmm. it was. And hopefully by the time this episode releases, they're not sold out by now. But all right, that's a wrap. I love you. I don't want to hang up. I want to keep talking because I love you so much. Oh my God. Thank you. I love you. Everybody have an amazing week. Bye-bye. 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 Yes, I love that laugh.